Hi, I'm Roxanne, and I've been reporting everything Real Housewives and Bravo TV for the past 15 years, and now with my cousin Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. We're breaking down episodes and sharing exclusive content with your favorite and not-so-favorite Bravo TV stars. Listen to All About TRH wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining us tonight for Watch, our late night below deck chat, where we take over Up and Adam's channel. Listen, Josh, I've been to two cities in a week. I am very, very tired, but so excited to be here tonight. I'm so tired that I even went live on the wrong channel tonight with Adam. <laughs> like yeah. an hour before this, we went live to, to do a, an after party for the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And uh, yeah, and you were on tomorrow morning's broadcast. I was on night. tomorrow morning's broadcast. Yes, <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> Elaine dings on all around. Thank you for being here. Um, listen, before we get into this, we do have a tip meeting tonight. Our very first tip meeting that we have promised you guys forever. So we're going to keep this short and sweet and fun. And for all our podcast listeners, if you want to jump onto YouTube and subscribe to our second channel. We will do a tip meeting live after this show every week where we take callers and have a panel and kind of discuss everything that's happened on Below Deck. Yeah, this is our chance as a crew to come together, uh, talk through the latest guests. <laughs> we're going to get ready for next charter. And then when we're done, we'll split the tips. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for tonight. It is going to be a lot of fun. Um, yes. I will tell you guys. I'm in corporate sales and stuff. And today is the end of the month. And the end of the month is always like, blah, 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 blah. I am so <laughs> excited to be with you guys tonight and have some fun and especially giving this tip meeting a try. So yeah. uh, all of you guys who are watching live, just know we're going to end this. We're, we're aiming for 30 minutes and then we're just going to take like a short, like two minute potty break slash get a cocktail Get back to your yes. computer, and then you all yes. need to call in. But if you're shy, don't worry. You could still chat it up in the chat. But um, And we'll we'll drop all the info at the end so you know, because we're going to move to Up and Adam's second channel for that. So yes, I'm excited. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think it will be a good, a good time to have a discussion, because I feel like you and I talk about all these things every week, especially between you know Sandy and Fraser and everything that's happened this season and Captain Lee. You know, leaving Captain Kerry coming in next season. Who is going to be here next season? Which is something I really want to talk to you about. Maybe, maybe I should save this for for well, that chat because and, and I want to talk to you about who's going to be back. Something I want to talk about tonight too is, um, I feel like we've been fooled a little. So this is something I want to okay. put out there. Okay. So, okay. So, um, first things first. Obviously, this was a very important episode because. We said goodbye to Captain Sandy. We said hello and welcome home, Captain Lee. Um, but we also saw like this, I don't know, the moment we've been waiting for all season, which was the rise of Fraser. Like, I feel like he's back. He's got a spring in his step. He's got some witty little comments. Like, this is the Fraser we've been waiting for. And... I think we have Captain Sandy to thank for guiding him through this. Uh, you might you might be pushing some buttons with some people. I know, I know, I'm going to be pushing some, some buttons. That. But you guys, I really think, um, look, 
you might disagree with the method and maybe she, you know she's not perfect so she didn't pull this off the best at some times but i overall i think her intentions were good and i think with where we see everything and where it's landed i do think like the the means justify the the end justifies the means i mean listen i i i have to agree with you i mean look at what's happened in this season that has transpired, right? We lost Lee at the beginning. We had a Camille situation. We got rid of Camille. We also had an, an Alyssa situation. We got rid of Alyssa. Look where the crew is now. You know what I mean? You can call that micromanaging. You can call it whatever. A lot of people, you know, earlier on said that that Sandy was after Fraser and, you know, Fraser was tweeting earlier in the season, season two saying like, oh, this was a bad edit or, um, I've never worked for a captain like this, but as you noticed, moving forward, says as the app. Uh, sorry, guys, I'm so tired. As the episodes got better, you don't see any tweets from them anymore. You know, so it, it's almost like they pushed us to get to this point. But I really feel like I agree with you here. I feel like that we have a great, a great situation. We got rid of the 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 problems on the boat. I mean, listen, this charter you had three stews. You had. Fraser, the chief stew, you had Haley and you had Tyler. And even though they had to work just a little bit harder, they really pulled that off tonight or last night. Um, yeah. It's almost like, like it's almost like there should have been like, this should have been the end to the season. And we started up or like a half season. Then we took a couple uh, like a couple weeks break and come back for another half season with the return of captain Lee. Almost like it's such a good story arc. This, this, the rise and fall or no, the fall and then rise of Captain Sandy and Fraser's relationship and stuff. Yes. Um, okay. So Shelly, this you, is a great question. This is a great question. And this leads me into my trickery. I was thinking about. So Shelly asks, why did Fraser say he loved and respected Sandy yet slammed her on Twitter when shows airs? Um, so ladies and gents, I was thinking about the exact same thing. And I think, and, and this isn't the only thing. We also saw Captain Lee on this episode, on his return, he says to the camera, you know, uh, Camille was let go. Alyssa was let go. He was covering that. And he said, you know what? Captain Sandy was the captain and she did what she needed to do. And I think she did a hell of a job or something like that. Like he, he praised her. And yet same thing on Twitter during the stuff. He was kind of attacking her. Um, Captain Sandy was firing back some kind of subtle um, responses. Folks, I start to question if maybe some of the producers also do professional wrestling. <laughs> are these are they playing up their character in the yes we're watching this is bravo yes this yes. is this is exactly what was happening right okay. you get people ramped up in the show you have lee leave and then you have sandy who's known to be like maybe a micromanager or or technically problematic which you know we we've we've done a hard reset on her i don't find her like that even as this is but i do feel like you know we tweeted a lot. We had Captain Lee tweet things about firing Camille with Captain Sandy. We had Fraser tweet things about Captain Sandy, but we kept watching. And every time they tweeted, we were tuning in. 
And this is exactly what you do when you're creating a reality TV show. So Here for we are. those of you on Bravo, 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 Bravo. Well played. <laughs> yes. uh, what do we do for Peacock? Hook, line, and sinker. We were at, what is that about Peacock? What do we do for Peacock? If it's Bravo, what do we do for um, Peacock? We can't do that on here. I, I, yeah, no, we can't do that. Okay, we won't do that. We, we won't do really that. bad places. <laughs> uh, no, so, yeah, I mean... Great entertainment, right, folks? I mean, Monday nights, we've been having fun. Uh, Tuesday nights, we come on and we've had having more fun. About. Um, yeah, we've been having more fun. Uh, it's been good. And I really think, yeah, they, they played it up. Um, I, at a certain point, I would love to, like, I don't know. So many people are still super rough on Captain Sandy, and I maybe I'm just I sound like a fanboy or something about her and Captain and Fraser and stuff. But I I just I really like both of them. I think same, yeah, same. And I think we're going to find more more out about that as we continue down this this rabbit hole of uh, conspiracies and lovely bravo editing and shelly i'm with you too i get invested in these people too and then we sit there and we go back and forth we have these great conversations about the people on the show and it's just it's it's kind of amazing but yes bravo is uh it's very good at what they do we have to remember we're watching a reality tv show that is very well produced um i do want to ask you a question though if we know that we're getting Captain Carey to replace Captain Lee next season on season 11. Allegedly. I mean, there's no official Bravo. Allegedly. Like, the whole world says it other than Bravo themselves. But yeah. I think and that's usually how it starts, though, right? You sure, we have everyone sure. reporting on that. We didn't start that, by the way. Yeah. Although we should have when we knew. But there's also a new captain headed our way. And I just don't know what franchise he's coming on, if he's going to take over Adventure, or if they're going to try something new. Because Below Deck is going into this kind of a revamp right now. Um, they they have mentioned that before, that they are going to kind of revamp Below Deck to kind of step it up a little bit. And I'm curious on what that is going to look like. But we have Captain Carey allegedly coming into season 11. We have uh, Fraser, who is our chief stew for season 11, which that doesn't surprise me. Who else from just the specific crew would you like to see on season 11? Because I already know who I want to uh, see, and I don't know if we're going to get them. Well, I'll say this. The current interior crew, uh, we're meeting the new gal, so I don't know about her yet. But Haley and Tyler and Fraser, I 100% welcome them back. If those okay. three if those three are like, we're in, then I would love it. I feel like um, Haley has so much to offer us viewers, but we, she was eclipsed by the drama mamas that we had. And so, <laughs> hey there. What, uh, these two? Yep. Uh, so getting them out of the way and us having fun with Haley. I mean, like, and then Tyler, he's a sweetheart. And he's also, though, um, he says his little digs. He has his little fun. I have a feeling that there's a lot of fun stuff from the two of them that are on the cutting room floor right now that we missed out on. Um, yes. And, because now that they're gone, like the first episode that really got, they, they got pushed up. We had fun moments like them messing around and making fun of the guests, right? As the guests are walking in the room and stuff. So it's like, which I don't think the guests really remembered, right? You know, like, no, no. And it, it, it didn't become, I'm, an I'm issue. sure that was all for the cameras, but I do have to say, I would love to see Fraser back with Haley, Tyler, and let's bring on like a new, a new stew. Maybe not Leanne, who's our, our new stewardess who we're seeing this season, who, 
who I think is is great, but she's a chief stew herself. But when we go to the deck crew, I feel like Ben has really solidified his spot on below deck. I don't know how you feel about that, but I feel like Ben is here to stay for a minute, and I feel like we're going to see him next season. Yeah, and you know what? As much as he drives me nuts, <laughs> I think Ross might be good to have on the show. And <laughs> the, your favorite I'm guy. sorry. I'm sorry. That's my favorite photo of Ross. I can't um, help it. I can't help yeah, it. Ben, Ben also, I think he's good for television. He's like, he's capable, but he also, he says good stuff. Like he gives us good lines and stuff. Great for editing. You know, he gets good one-liners out there that they can use. Um, Tony, initially I thought Tony was going to be good, but then he's just kind of whiny. And I'm, I'm just, he doesn't offer much other than that kind of, to me, like I'm kind of getting, I, he's like the easy guy, right? Like he'll go with the flow. You know, yeah. if Katie's bossing him around, which we'll get into because that was part of this episode. Yes. Or if he um, has to wake up early or late, even though it bothers him, he will try. He's always there. He's invested, it seems like. So he's going to enjoy job, him, but he's also just whining. I have to say, Ross is really surprising me this season only because, you know, we come into this episode where Katie and Ross have this relationship, right? And I think it's kind of carrying over, finally carrying over into the deck crew where Katie maybe she feels a little bit entitled where she can like start saying stuff because she's dating the boss. At least that's what it feels like for me. Right. Kempire's in the house and Kempire. Yes. Kempire. He prefers Ross over Ben. Ross has more personality. I'm not going to disagree. I can't disagree there. Can't disagree. I mean, look at this face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Take that. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Look at this. You tell me. You yeah. tell me who has a better person. I have no idea. I don't know. It's 50-50 for me. But Kempire, I have to keep agree. them both. Keep them both. We can keep, keep both. both. There's room. Keep them. Keep, keep them, them both. Make him a uh, second uh, or uh, bosun. Yeah. No. Wait. Like a uh, lead deckhand. Let de- lead deckhand. Lead deckhand. So him, you have the bosun, the lead deckhand, and then you have the you know yeah, the rest make of him, them. Make him the rest lead of them. Deckhand. Okay, Josh. Um, I have a question though. So we have this whole Katie and Ross situation, but Ross honestly. He's kind of a wild child, right? He and he's a creep. And, he is creepy. He's, he's creepy creep. as hell. He's creepy. he's creepy as hell. But how does he handle like, situations so well when he yeah. has to deal with him? Like coming into dealing with Katie and sitting her down and being like, hey, look, we got to bring it down a notch. Like even Captain Lee tweeted. It's like, you know, Ross, that was a hard thing to do, but you did it. And I, and I respect you for that. He tweeted that. So I, I, I'm curious. Yeah, I mean... uh, I think technically he's doing good at his job, but yeah, my wife, every time she sees Ross, she's just like, (laughs) so But we, we so many times compared him to Gary from below deck sailing. Marianne said as a woman, Ross has to go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But the, the, the similarities between Ross and Gary from below deck sailing are, they are party boys, right? They are players. They are F boys, but they always get their job done to the point where it's like, ah, I can't say anything right now. Why? Yeah. But we also want to have good television. So of course we do bring on someone who's slightly unhinged. (laughs) Let's get someone running around the boat, carrying scissors or something. I don't know. Uh, So we have these annoying charter guests who um, are asking for everything from diet Coke to coconut syrup 
to scissors, to butter, to whatever else they need, right? Whatever else they need. But we're going to get rid of them and we're going to get some more annoying charter guests, it sounds like, next charter season. But how do you think that the interior has handled this without an Alyssa, without a Camille? Now we just have Haley Ross and, or sorry, Haley, Haley, sorry, Fraser. Haley, Fraser, and and Tyler dealing with this group of guests doing this lovely but not so lovely table decor. Because remember how hardcore Sandy was about table decor? And I just haven't seen that in Below Deck Med last season. And I haven't seen that in this season of Below Deck at all. I mean, this is what Adam and Jason do on their dining room table for dinner. Okay, first of all, the two of you you are obnoxious. Secondly, uh, (laughs) but we have rose petals. Everyone has some rose petals. Listen, if you go to Pump, you go to any of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant, the tables are all petaled. This is like a, a very like just baseline. We're starting at petals. Yeah, this is very basic. Let's, okay. let's just go with that. It's basic. And then um, add a little torch, a little candle thing to it. Make it sexy. You know, it's fine. Uh, this, oh, by the way, the chat's going wild. Folks, you better be at the tip meeting after this show, uh, which we're re- we're trying to run this tight. So in a moment, we're going to bring on Captain Sean. But uh, you guys have so much to share. <laughs> Kempire's <laughs> talking about turkey sandwiches. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, okay. This crew, these guests were wild. These are the kind of guests we love because they give us good television. Love. You want to choke some of them. You want some of them to choke on their turkey sandwich. But, um, hey, Fraser had a little fun. That was good. Um, but, yeah, actually, good call, Debbie. A turkey sandwich does actually sound really good right now. So good um, right now. Little iceberg lettuce in there, folks. Little crunch. I love it. Okay. So, um, but sorry, where was I going? I was saying, tell us about the roses on the table. No, we're going past that. The turkey sandwich, it does sound great right now. Uh, but we're past this, we're past this. No, what I was going to say is these guests, they were fun. This is the kind of stuff we want on below deck. The crew, the interior crew, you said, how do you think they did? I think they did great. I think their biggest challenge now is it's not personalities internally. It's personalities externally, the guests, and just straight up fatigue. Three of them trying to run 24 hours of service is, or nearly 24 hours of service is just grueling, especially for guests like that, that want to party into the night and stuff. So um, I think the crew's in a good spot. I think bringing on someone who hopefully is empathetic to Fraser's struggles because she's been a leader herself. I hope she doesn't try to take over for Fraser. Instead, she supports him. That would be great. Um, and yeah, I, I think, um, I think they're doing great. I just think they're being run ragged, but for 100%, but 100%, but you are like, they're spirits without, without the energy of Camille and Alyssa that everything has kind of changed in the interior, right? You see Fraser is a whole new person. You don't hear any complaints on the interior. You don't see anything. You see them having fun. You see Tyler Haley having fun. You don't see that, that complicated environment that they had before. Jason, I think we've all been in those work situations where there's someone on the team or something. And it's like, you don't realize when you're in it, but it's like every time they come in, everyone's like, you know, puckers up and like goes, and like everyone has to deal with just, Oh, here we go. Or just, uh, and it's like when they finally leave, there's just such a, like a, a heaviness is lifted. That's what it feels like. I feel like the boat is floating a little higher right now. 
because their attitudes are up. The, the energy's up. They're not having to Fra- pretend I mean, Fraser, to like Fraser someone. Fraser said it himself. Fraser said that it, this charter was harmony and he was happy with, with everything that transpired. He was happy that he, his words, he was happy that Captain Sandy pushed him to, to do this and, and to be better and, and that he had to live up to her standards. Well, Jason, it, you and I very, have our own captain who pushes us, makes us live up to our standard, we uh, to do. standards. And we have and questions I think for him. We, we have questions for him. Ladies and gentlemen, be seated. <laughs> Keep your hands inside the boat. <laughs> Just run the thing. I don't know. <laughs> All right, hey. Captain Sean. Yeah, hey, Sean. finally, you're back in the United States. The past two weeks, you've been in Amsterdam, Monaco, and my Norway. Norway. Oh, Norway. That's right. As you do. Did you As go you to the do. park with the baby statues, the babies climbing all over the weird, like old men? Oh, in, in Oslo? <laughs> you remember that? Oh, I didn't know. No, I wasn't in Oslo. I was in, I was in um, Stavanger. There's statues of babies uh, attacking old men. Now I gotta look up. It's intense. There was no, no, there was no babies attacking old men. I I can't believe you even remember that. Like you just brought back a lot of memories really quick. Also, a a a burger in Norway is like thirty five dollars. So just FYI, in case you want to go. In case you want to go, I went to a Chinese restaurant when I was in Norway. Interesting choice. Okay, it wasn't my choice, but it wasn't bad. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Sean, that's it. Oh, yeah. Yes, how do you remember this? Babies, babies are attacking him. That? He's kicking one baby, and uh, he's. <laughs> there okay. they, this is this is going to be like removed. Oh, from those oh, Norwegians. Hey, I want to, Sean, we have a lot of questions for you tonight. Well, a few questions I have, um, but let's just start with this. Did you see Captain Kerry in Norway, Captain Sean? Because listen, I see Captain Kerry, Captain Kerry all the time. He lives down the street from us. <laughs> so, and so it only makes sense that you saw him in Norway. No, so I did you not might see him, him in Norway. Norway. Do you know any other captains that are on below deck currently? Do I know them? Yeah, personally, besides Lee, because we know you know, you kind of had run-ins with Lee, right? I mean, obviously you... Well, running makes it sound like they're fighting in a bar. <laughs> I'm trying to be Bravo about this. Oh, oh, yeah. You've, yeah, you've, just just had, you've had some run-ins with Lee, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, anyone else, do, do, you, do you know any of the other captains that we currently see on Below Deck? I know. Abs- one of the no, I know none tonight. of them. Is that a good thing or a bad thing coming from you? Because you're pretty respected in the industry. Um, I don't think there's a lot of guys I don't know. So, I mean, there's the, well, thank you for that. But yeah, no, I, I've never, I've never met them they, and they've never bothered to reach out to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I know that you had some questions sent to you. I did. Um, yes. So let's start with those. And then I have one question for you to round us up tonight. All right. Well, thank you for all the questions. I, I answered a bunch in the um, in. Um, oh, well, thank you, Marianne. Um, the uh, I had a bunch of questions that I answered in last week's um, comments. Uh, but here's a couple that um, I was asked on Instagram and stuff. And by the way, everyone that followed me on Instagram through 
all my trips through Amsterdam and Monaco and everything and the comments that I got. I uh, Yeah, that was great. It was great having you along for the trip. The uh, And shout out to, um, I guess we have fans in Norway as well while I was in we Norway. Do. Yeah. We do. And, actually, one of our, our naughty yachties here in the live chat, Ella, recommended our tip meeting, which we're doing straight after this. And going into a live chat, and she she said you guys should do a tip meeting where we can call in and and chat. So she is in Norway. So and then uh, well anyway okay so the first question I have tonight has have I ever almost been killed on board on board these boats? I'm gonna guess yes, probably yeah. several times. So maybe your top three times, <laughs> Give us your top three of almost being killed. Well, top three of us get killed. The uh, twice I've almost been drowned. Well, no, actually, take that back. Three times I almost drowned, and one time I, I get dropped out of the rigging, which is oh, uh, I was up on a thing. So I was way at one one of my sailboats, Blue Gold. Blue Gold is the boat that almost killed me three times. But uh, anyway, so but the one was I was up on the rigging. And I was coming down in a thing called a bosun's chair. And the guy that was on the winch, the line popped off the winch. And I started whipping down the mast. And then my friend, um, my friend Patrick was there. And he managed to, like, literally, like, last through the winch and lock it off. And I was going so fast that I snapped the bosun's chair in half. Um, that was one. And then the other time, we hit the three biggest waves I had ever seen coming out of Auckland and it we I literally submarine the boat three times like completely submerged and that didn't almost kill me that actually was the boat the boat was fine for that but um there was an alarm a bilge alarm that went off way up in the bow and so I opened up the hatch and uh, the second engineer was holding the hatch and this is way up in the in the in the bow area of the boat and I went down the ladder, and this is where we kept all our sails in this locker. And then I had to pull up another plate, go down underneath there, climb underneath the the actual chain locker. So, so I took my jacket off. I had a brand new jacket, and I put it off, and I put it on the sail. And I pulled it, and I went down, and it was wet, and I sledding down, and I jiggled the um, I jiggled the uh, the sensor, which. Um, which was um, stuck on. And at that point I felt the bow of the boat just like literally go again. We hit another huge wave and the compartment immediately filled with water. And it would be like, if I was in this room and the next thing, you know, it was completely filled with water. So I was, so I was like, I kind of felt what happened. I was backing out and I got out and I'm about to get my head underneath the, the, uh, the deck plates when we hit another wave. And my jacket wraps around my Oh, my God. So I peel the jacket off, and I feel myself, I feel the boat go down for a third time. But by this time, I'm completely out of air. And the uh, second engineer who was at the hatch, who got blown back to the entire length of the boat, got pushed. Anyway, he ran back. He was able to put the hatch down and got up, and I was able to get my head above water. And I didn't think I almost died at the time. I just kind of was like, oh, that was close. And then so anyone looking for a job in yachting. God, I am. I'm claustrophobic. (laughs) And right now I just want to scream. That's (laughs) (laughs) oh, my God. And then um, and then there was the other time I was we uh, sucked in the toe. This is up in the Arctic. This is on latitude. And I sucked the tow line into uh, we're 
yeah, get you the, anyway, the tow line got into the propeller. So I put on my <laughs> dive gear and where I was in the water. Now the water's 26 degrees and I had a dry suit on, but I grabbed my hood and put that on, but I grabbed the wrong hood. I grabbed the three mil rather than the seven mil. And I was standing upside down with my feet on the bottom of the boat, upside down, pulling the line out of the propeller and all the blood rushed to my head. Well, the water is so cold that I went instantly hypothermic. And next thing you know, I literally, my vision was going, was shrinking down and I knew I was in trouble. And anyway, so I got out, got to the back of the boat, the engineer Cliff dragged me on board and then, um, they, I, they threw some hot water on me and I, I kind of snapped out of it. And then with all my gear, I went into the shower. And if you've ever been hypothermic, getting warm again, it's like your brain comes back online. So anyway, then I went, got the right hood, went back in the water and got the, the prop out of there. But those are the three times I've almost been killed. I feel like, why don't we see this on below deck? Because <laughs> uh, they don't go, they don't, why they don't we see more of this weather? Can you it's imagine... Crazy. Well, when I originally, yes, it is. But can you imagine Captain Lee like grabbing his shit and like trying to like put on his? Well, they didn't grab the wrong one. (laughs) Well, no, because like when I was, we were putting the um, like on below deck, which you didn't with the episode that I did. You never saw me get in the water. They didn't. They edited that out. But I I got in the water and actually I had to put on the thing called a, a snubber on the anchor chain so the chain doesn't hit there. And I did swim into the on the, in the front of the boat and do that, and a lot of the other stuff that I did on the jet skis, and the stuff that when I pitched, like I said before, when I originally pitched Adventure, which I did pitch Adventure first to um, to yes. Bravo, yes, the type of stuff that I wanted to do was way way above and beyond, and that's some of the stuff that I'm. Uh, um, um, real captains get stuck in properly. Yeah, and I know you've spent a lot of time where where they filmed Below Deck Adventure and beyond no. that. No, 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 I didn't. no, no, not. No, that was they. They were like in Oslo, where we, where I was in Norway. We were up like uh, um, we we're in Bergen in north and up and up in that area. And that's right. just the Norway part. But the real adventure stuff happens like in Lofoten where there's orcas and you can go dive with them. And then there's like, of course, Svalbard, Spitsbergen where you got polar bears and ice and like, and I feel like we didn't get to see any of that on below deck adventure. Not, not, not saying it wasn't great. It was a great show. You know, it was just a different version of below deck. It felt, I mean, it felt a little dated to me, but a lot of people loved it, but I don't think we got to see a lot of that adventure that you're speaking of now. You we got to get, see no, a lot of like get, zip lining on land or some hikes or some bike rides. But then when you came on the yacht, it was just very, it was very boring. Zip lining you know? isn't adventurous. It's like Care Bear stuff. I mean, <laughs> I mean you're, you're talking to two guys from the circus. So like, yeah, I, we understand. Exactly. That. Listen. Yeah. Um, we do have a question from Shelly. Shelly is always great with the questions and I, yeah. I love it. And Shelly, thank you for commenting every week. You give us some of the great questions. Uh, but she says, question for Captain Sean, what is the most remote area he has ever been to? And also has he ever had to call out Mayday? Well, that's, it's cause I had that same question right up here. So yeah. So the remote couple, I'll give you two remote areas, one way up in the Arctic, that's an island called Kidvoit Island, which is extremely remote. There's only about 50 people, maybe, that have ever been up there, scientists and a couple of ex, um, 
uh, very few people have been there. Interestingly enough, there was a um, there was a French team that tried to get to the North Pole by balloon that crashed on that island. Whoa. And there's a great book that somebody eventually found. They actually took movies and the movies and their logs were all preserved. So that's I've been to that particular island. That was pretty remote. And then in the South Pacific, some of the areas I was in in Vanuatu. And uh, the Solomons and Tuamotos were extraordinarily remote. And that's also where in the Vanuatu, where I had to respond to a mayday. It was a, a couple of them. There was. He responded uh, to one. Yeah. Yeah. What, three. What, what? What was the mayday for? Well, they were, they were, this one boat was, it was, one boat was off this area called Devil's Point. And they were um, they were out of fuel, and the the wind and the and the waves were pushing them onto this reef. It's called Devil's Point for a reason because there's a lot of boats that go down there. And when we were in Vanuatu, there's no coast guard, there's no one coming to to save you. But we always had somebody monitor Channel 16 in the pilot house. And the uh, one of the deckhands came down and said, "Hey, I just heard a mayday." So we picked up the call and answered the mayday and then we went and we towed these people we towed these people in but they're just about to be on the reef when we we got them the other maydays that we've responded to were um there was a boat that was sinking and we went <coughs> and found that boat and i actually refloated that boat i went underwater and, and made a patch for them and then we pumped them out and we were able to get them out and tow them and tow them to the shipyard so <laughs> it, it- <laughs> It surprises me to to just the the amount of experience you have. Just that you're sitting here on with us talking about this. This is great. This is <laughs> it's intense. It's intense. Right. I know you had another question. Um, yeah. So this right? is one. This is a good. This is one that's interesting. This is actually a below deck question. And uh, th- this question is um, when Captain Sandy says she prefers the winds in the med. What does that mean? And so that is a great question. Yeah. So anyway, the the Mediterranean is generally calm all the time, especially during the summer. So it's flat, calm. There's light breezes. Now, when it blows, it really blows. Those are called like the one of the winds. They have the Mistral's and Chiracos and um, <laughs> ironically, Volkswagen has named cars twice, <laughs> you know, a Chiraco and I think in a Mistral as well. Anyway. But it's consistently calm, like light winds. It's not like the Caribbean. And I prefer the med, well, unless you're sailing. The, the Caribbean, why people um, like to go sailing there, because it blows consistently 20 knots, which is great if you're on a sailboat, but crappy if you're trying to spend, find a nice anchorage. And one of the, um, one of the, like the harbors that a lot of us go to that's really famous is St. Bart's and St. Bart's you get that wind that comes in there and you're just rocking and rolling all night. And then you get like some really big breezes. And if you guys, if you can video like yachts at the dock at St. Bart's and these yachts are just getting pounded while they're in there. Wow. Um, yeah. There's a couple of times I've been stuck like in St. Martin with, with a charter. We got stuck in St. Martin for like a week at the dock because we couldn't go anywhere because it was too windy. Wow. Whereas the men, there's wow. always one place you can And go. they pay for this. That's what's so crazy to me. It's like, <laughs> even if you don't leave the dock, you're still. No, that was actually charter, one of right? the best charters we ever did. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm serious. He was a fantastic. He's one of my all time favorite chartered guests. And now he's actually a dear friend of mine. Um, But he would he would he loved the because I said I said, whatever you need, we'll, we'll get for you. And so I would get a text from him and be like, I want a grand piano. <laughs> and I go, I just always was like, OK, I said, give me 45 minutes. And then I would like, you know, I'd, I'd text him back and be like, got gr- got grand piano. And he'd be like, how much? And I'd be like, and this was, this is true. It was at the time I go, it's 8,000 bucks. And he's like, 8,000 question marks. And I said, yeah, I said, it's, uh, we need a truck. We need a crane and we need a piano tuner on both sides. Plus we have to rent the, rent the, um, I mean, uh, let's get what the piano. Oh, why have a grand piano if you can, if it's not in tune? Well, exactly, because you got to have it tuned. So the uh, so anyway, <laughs> then he was like, "Yeah, no, no piano." <laughs> you know, no piano. He, just wanted, he just wanted to see if I could pull it off. Man, you, the stories you have, Sean, are just freaking incredible. I hope you're going to join us in the next bit I'm when we go over to a tip meeting because we have a few more questions, and I think a lot of people want to talk to you. So if you join us, we would we would love that. All right, I get, it. and then one quickie: it's who picks yeah. the uni- who picks the uniforms. Is that the owners? Well, sometimes. Okay. The, uh, like I've been lucky. I've actually designed uniforms for programs. Uh, I've designed uh, latitude. I had complete control over that. But I'll tell you who gets to pick my uniform. Nobody. Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Anyway, I'll see you in the chat. That's why Captain Sean is sponsored by Speedo, folks. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Sean, thank you so much. We appreciate you so much. And thank you for answering our questions. We'll see you in a few minutes on the other channel when we jump over there. We'll see you there. All right, right, Josh, I want to move on really quick because we have a few minutes and then we're going to all jump over to the tip meeting. If you guys want to call in, you want to participate in the chat, it's going to be a little more loose than this. Now, um, we are still recording for the podcast and we have a great listening audience. So I want to go ahead and take this time to thank the listening audience on the podcast because you guys yes. are driving us every week and and we love that. Um, okay, Josh, I want to wrap up this episode with Sandy can drive the boat. Like we've seen that day in and day out, even though she hits a few dolphins and not the real ones. <laughs> Occasionally yeah, we, we in the med. season with the smack and the dolphins. Yeah. Yes. Apparently the winds are different. So... We're going to give her a pass on that. But um, isn't it the most demanding guests, the most critical guests, the guests that are the hardest to deal with, the ones who leave the lowest tips? And we don't like a small tip. Not here on Anchor Watch. Tiniest tips are left by those with the (sighs) smallest, tiniest tips. Um, Yeah, it's always you're asking. this This was their lowest tip of the season. Right. And you're asking for scissors, butter, coconut syrup. What is the other thing they asked for? All in the same city. A pair. A pair. A pair. Just a pair. And, and, and Fraser said, said, who like, asked for a pair? <laughs> well, and she even said she like she indicated she was just being difficult to be fun or whatever. I don't think I don't know. I don't find that fun. I don't find that impressing. It doesn't impress me. I don't think you're cool for doing that. You look foolish. Um, and I'm sure just, you know, because I keep my finger on the pulse of the Twitter community. You do. Um, you I do. do. I say it every week. But correct. 
from what I saw and the way people were responding, uh, she wasn't cool. She didn't impress anyone. Um, yeah, it was, uh, she did not score points by being like that. So she looked foolish and she's memorable. I guess she'll be remembered as she remember that one annoying woman. So when you, yes. And when you, when you get chef Rachel to say, eat my cooter on the season when she hasn't been like this, you know, when she hasn't been the, the eating kind of spitting out eating cooter, eat my cooter kind of Rachel, then, you know, you've kind of, uh, you've, um, You've hit a mark with her. Okay, listen. So we have the new stew arriving with Leanne. Leanne knows Ben from sexting through Tinder, maybe. Um, very small community, <laughs> the Yanni community. Yeah, this is going to so, cause yeah. some trouble. Will, I have a question for you. Will Tony ever get some sleep? <laughs> Will Tony ever sleep? Because if it's not Camille, it's going to be Leanne. <laughs> so. uh that's what we're, we're it feels like we're leading up to right yeah right. uh i don't know tony uh it's time you learn to just sleep out on the back deck where you work out like i think that's the only way you're gonna get um, he wakes up early enough to work out that maybe he can you know do that but i'm curious to see where we're gonna get this ben and leanne thing and we have been seeing camille pop up on text we've been seeing her pop up in conversation do you think that we only have a few more episodes left do you think we're gonna see camille pop up anymore um, for her own sake, I hope not. Cause then you just start looking really thirsty. It's like, move on. Like, don't, right. Don't show up. Like, but she seems to be chasing after them. Reality TV cameras. Apparently, you know, she was on American Idol, American Idol. And she's, you know, came on here just to be on TV, not to even work on a yacht. <laughs> Apparently she had no idea that they were actually going to be working. Uh, great, great singer, but not a great, not a great stew. Apparently. Well, we love our naughty yachties. We know you guys don't leave small tips. If you guys want to say thanks, please, we say it every week, just go hit that like button. It's simple. It's stupid, but it totally helps us. Um, we've gotten more eyeballs on the show, and it's 100% because you guys are engaging. You're commenting a lot. You're liking, and that just totally helps us and um, yes. helps motivate us. I mean, Jason and I have missed very few Tuesdays. In the over a year now, we've been doing this show live um, yes. every week. And so, yeah, this is it's that little that's that little tip that keeps us going, guys, like just hitting that like button. So thank and you. And we appreciate you guys so much. You know, tonight we are heading over to Up and Adam 2, Channel 2, to do a tip meeting. So I hope you guys are going to call in and give us your opinions of this season so far. Let's talk about things like Fraser and Sandy. Fraser and the rest of the team, Sandy and Lee, all the Twitter situation, everything that has been going on this season that has been just driving us to actually watch the show. You know, it has anything the highest ratings. Ever, anything you've ever wanted to ask Jason about me, come on. <laughs> Go ahead, ask me. I will tell you the truth. But I do have to say, this is the highest rated show on Bravo for a reason. And that reason is people love watching it. And the fact that they're about to jump in and do this whole revamp is kind of amazing. But I'm going to talk more about this when we go to the next channel because I have kind of a conspiracy theory on the captains. So Interesting. I yes. want to hear your little theory, Jason. Yes. Um, you hear it? <laughs> okay, folks. Like, So we're going to wrap like, and give us like, I don't know, five minutes. Everyone go potty. Everyone grab a cocktail. And let's meet on Up and Adam 2 and let's do this tip meeting. 
Let's do the tip meeting. We'll see you guys in five minutes on Up and Atom 2. And I will drop the link in the live chat on the other chat. So head over there right now. And if you want to call in, we would love to hear from you. Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. All our mod subscribers, everyone, and our naughty yachties. We will see you next week. We'll see you in a couple right. minutes. Love you guys. Or in a couple of minutes. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.